Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and today I have with me Morali Nethai, the founder and CEO of Hana Flores POS and Snap Blooms, which is one of the top digital flower delivery marketplaces. Their technology helped local florists produce $179 million worth of business in 2020 alone. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how local florist shops can sell more online using their comprehensive solution today. Before we hear Morali talk about delivering an average conversion rate of 10 to 15% for their flower shop's websites, let me tell you a few things about what we can help you with. If you want to grow your e-commerce business, feel free to reach out to us for SEO, conversion rate optimization, landing page creation, influencer marketing, content marketing, and more. Visit shanebarker.com. That's S-H-A-N-E-B-A-R-K-E-R.com for more information. So you've got a rich history, obviously, you've done a number of things. And like I said, we'll, we'll jump into that through the podcast. But the way I like to start all the podcasts is I like to get to know the guests a little bit, kind of get a little background on them. Um, and so we wanted to chat with you a little bit. So let's let's jump right into this. So where did you where did you grow up at? Um, actually, from I grew up in, uh, uh, in a city called Hyderabad in India. It's a IT hub in India. And uh, I grew up there and I came to the United States about uh, 25 years ago. Awesome. Awesome. So you were there. And then how big was your family growing up? Oh, I grew up in a really big family. I mean, I have seven siblings. I'm the youngest. It's, I have it's funny. Brothers. Yeah. So are you, are you in the middle? Are you older, younger, or just kind of in the middle? I'm the youngest. The youngest. Oh, so you were the last one to come about. So you, you had all kinds of freedom compared to the, the first one that was born. Usually by this seventh one family's like okay he's not going to hurt himself he's fine the first the first few survive he should be good that's awesome so you were the younger one always trying to hang out with the older ones i, I get that that's awesome so everybody was looking out for there you some advantages to that you you learn from your older ones like you know what the mistakes they're making the you know the the successes they have you kind of rub off on you so. yeah they, they laid the foundation for you so that, that was a that was a good thing i was the older one so i was you know, my brother came in behind me. So I, I kind of laid a little foundation too. He still got in a little bit of trouble, but I kind of told him, hey, don't do this, don't do that. This is what mom and dad don't like, do like. We were able to work some things out there. So that's awesome. So, um, you and you start obviously the, the place where you're at um, in India, you said this obviously was a huge tech hub. What, any other interesting facts growing up? Anything fun, interesting that you can tell us about? Um, there is this, uh, you know, very popular, like one of the world's largest uh, diamonds were mined in India uh, uh, from around that city. It's called Kohinoor. Uh, really? That diamond is right now in uh, Queen of England's uh, crown. <laughs> it changed uh, hands over a, over a few centuries and finally it ended up in British hands during the colonial times. Uh, but that was at one point, it was one of the largest, like it was the largest at one point uh, in the world. That's incredible. Do you have any idea how much it's worth? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, but when it was uh, when it was mined, they used to say like you know you throw a stone in all four directions, and uh, if you fill gold in all the directions, then that's how much it's worth. They were just not able to put a value on it. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. And so the queen of England, I can only imagine she probably can't even pick that up. That sounds too heavy. Like that's, that's a, that's an incredible diamond. Yeah, they bring it out during the, you know, like the ceremonial things and they put it in the crown and then they display it for in the museum most of the time. Oh, that's awesome. That is an interesting fact. That is awesome, man. Something else. And so um, are you, and you're currently not in India, right? So you actually live, because you moved here about 25 years ago. Are you live in, where are you living? Is it Maryland? I think you're in Maryland, aren't you? 
Yes, yeah, I uh, currently I'm in Chicago, but uh, I'm uh, actually, I mean, I lived most of the time in, in Maryland and we'll be going back to Maryland. It's about, you know, 40 minutes from Washington, D.C. Wow, that's awesome. You know, it's funny, my dad literally, he's in Chicago as we speak, like he just bought an RV on the East Coast and was driving across, like I talked to him this morning, he's like, Chicago is amazing. Like he's just went to a White Sox game. He's, you know, went on some food tour. He's like on an adventure right now. Like I'm a little jealous. I'm a little, I got that, that traveling thing, that bug from my dad. And so anytime he, you know, anytime I get to give him a call and find out what he's doing, he's just always on an adventure. So he, he's a huge fan of Chicago. He's just saying, man, just nothing but a beautiful city. And the weather right now is really nice. It's been, really nice here now, right now. You get a very little good weather, but when it is good, you know, it really, you can really enjoy it. Got to take advantage of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So let's talk about, so where did you, where did you go to college at? Uh, it, that was also in uh, Hyderabad. I went to one of the premier institutes in uh, Hyderabad. I did my computer science uh, uh, in Hyderabad. And my first job was also actually in Hyderabad through a, uh, one of the major, you know, IT companies called Satyam at that time. Um, so that's awesome. So you, so you jumped right into the, I mean, you, cause obviously where you, you said it was an IT hub. So it's, you're ju jumping into one of the best universities out there in your, in your city. Right. And then you're now you're jumping into this. I think this makes total sense on the reason why you have a POS system and the reason why you're, you know, working with software. So it was a natural fit for yeah. you. Right. That, right. that is yeah. awesome. So I want to talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about your expertise because obviously you've, you've been doing this for a while and you've got some, some good things going on. We kind of teased about it a little earlier on in the podcast and I figure now we'll kind of let everybody know. I, I want to talk to you just about the, the e-commerce platform um, and the best technology for that. And so I kind of wanted to touch on that. So how long, obviously you've been doing this for a long time, right? And we won't give your age, but you've definitely been, you're seasoned at this, right? We, we won't give away any numbers, yes. but, um, but how long have you been in the e-commerce space? Uh, it's been more than 15 years, actually. I mean, all through my career, right from the time when I started my first career, I mean, we, I've been in the web technologies, developing, you know, web portals and, uh, uh, web technologies for, you know, big corporate clients like NASDAQ. And, you know, I've been uh, in the consumer, like B2C e-commerce solutions. I've been doing that since about almost 15 years now. Wow. That's incredible. So yeah, a little bit of time, a little, a lot of things have changed in 15 years, huh? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> from, you know, from the days of, you know, uh, spamming, backlinking and page ranking <laughs> to now, like, you know, that, you know, everything that worked a long time ago doesn't work anymore. Right the, the, the good old days. Yeah. If I, if I could, obviously as a podcast, nobody can see how much you and I were smiling when you were saying that, but it was a lot easier back then. I'll tell you, it was, those were right. the good old yeah. days. We, we always say, it's when you know you're getting older, when you say, oh, the good old days when we could spam people and, you know, get backlinks and stuff. That's, that's when we were aging ourselves a little bit, my friend, but that's okay. That's all right. We're, we've been around for a while. Um, so how did you come up with the idea to start um, Hanna Flora POS? Like kind of give us that little background story. So uh, sometime in uh, 2010, my wife actually got into the floral industry uh, briefly for about, you know, almost close to two years. I used to help her with, you know, managing the operations and, you know, planning, accounting and, you know, uh, somehow trying to, you know, run the whole show more efficiently with technology. Um, and that's how, you know, I realized, you know, the kind of, you know, monopoly the big companies have in the floral industry and uh, the local florists were mostly like getting their orders through middlemen. Most mm. of them, you know, they, you know, uh, unless you really invest into marketing and, you know, uh, launch your website, your own uh, stuff and do that. 
otherwise it was you know pretty you know i realized you know how much gap there is and uh, how much of a, um, a challenge the local flower shops were facing um, at that time when i saw was you know most of the websites were looking the same they're like cookie cutter taken from like templates not doing much marketing even now like a, a huge chunk of uh, flower shops don't do much marketing or don't realize I mean, they, some of them don't even have a website yeah. Uh, so when I saw that, I mean, that's when I thought that, you know, there is a good, uh, you know, um, scope here to fill the gap, to offer a cutting edge uh, SaaS product and also, you know, come up with something which will provide them the additional marketing expertise. So, I mean, that's all encompassing. Sounds like, I mean, what you did is you looked at, there was obviously a problem in the industry. You're like, wow, this is like, there's some opportunity to disrupt some stuff. He went in and came in and said, hey, we understand the industry, been doing this for two years and let's create some software. So your wife said, all exactly. right, honey, go create some software. That sounds like a plan. Let, let, let's make it happen, right? Let's figure out our profitability, increase things and, and help florists. I mean, I, as I've touched on, I, you know, I do have a few clients that are florists as well. And, you know, margins are, are thin, you know, I mean, that's not, you don't have create, I mean, you know, depending on what you're creating, but the problem is, is once you add on marketing and trying to do that kind of stuff, most of them, you know, it's like a restaurant where they have a, you know, the, the chef is obviously probably phenom they're phenomenal at food, but they're not great at marketing, right? right? It's the same thing with flowers. It's like, Hey, I could, make the best looking arrangement and you go, Oh my God, that's amazing. But like SEO, like what's SEO? Like, I don't, I don't want to deal with exactly. any of that. Right. I don't want to figure out a website. That's super scary. Like, I don't want to do, I just want to arrange flowers. Like, right. I just want people to come in and how do you do that? And I think right. obviously because COVID and everything that's happened recently, I think there's, you know, been a, a huge need to be able to put stuff online. And, and you guys, when did you, for Hannah Flores, when did you create that? When did you start doing the POS and stuff? When, when, how, how many years ago was that? Uh, that was in 2013. Late 2013 is when we had our first client. Uh, and uh, the product actually matured quite a bit. I mean, if you see it from when we started to now, it's a completely new product. So, uh, yeah. And I mean, you're right. Also, to just follow up on what you were saying, uh, the floor industry, like everybody who sees it from outside, think it's a beautiful business. I mean, you're in, in, you know, in, in the middle of flowers the whole day and all that. But a lot of it is actually technology. Like you've yeah. got to go to the client and be there. Like all of them are online now, nowadays. And if you're not there, then, you know, and the clients are not going to walk in, right? People no longer walk into flower shops and buy flowers. They want to just order it on their phone. So that's all technology. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for the floor industry, um, most of the florists are demographically, you know, a little uh, behind the curve. Uh, they're not comfortable with technology. They're not comfortable with, you know, uh, words like SEO, digital marketing. It's all Greek and Latin for them. And yeah. uh, I mean, that's the way they lose out because a lot of them still think that, uh, I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years. I mean, people are ordering flowers for me. Why should I now have a website? I have all, all everything that I need. I mean, that's how I operated for 30 years, right? So that's where, <laughs> that's where the challenge lies, so. Yeah, it's it, it's called change, and unfortunately, it's going to happen with or without you. So you either adapt and you figure out how to get technology and and add that into your mix, or unfortunately, the guy who opened up one year ago is going to look bigger than you online, even though you've been around for thirty years. That's what it comes down to. Either that, or you end up uh, filling orders for uh, people who are you know that are good. get that order, and give it, and you go yeah. through the middleman. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a lead generation thing. So if you bring in the leads, guess what? Now you're doing wholesale stuff, right? Which is not quite the margins, right. but then if I can bring in leads and I can bring them to you, you do the designs or, you know, do the, the, the arrangements, you know, then it's a win-win, but you don't want to be, 
you don't want to be doing well. I mean, wholesale is not bad, but most of your margin is gone. Like they take up, right, exactly. They take all the margin and they just give you the order. So, and yeah. uh, you're also not getting the customer. They only get the order, and then the customer still remains with the person who actually generated the order. So, yeah. So you're always there. You're there. They don't always need you, but you always need them. That's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, and so let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, if, you, if I'm a, a florist and I want to, you know, create my own e-commerce platform, like what are the steps you need to take to launch an e-commerce platform? Like what, what do you, what would you recommend? So you're referring to from the perspective of the florist? I would think so. Yeah, uh, because. In, uh, so, I mean, I mean, right now, like flower shops have a lot of options out there. Like, you know, there are a lot of providers who will set up the website for you and uh, you know, provide the product catalog for you and all that. From a florist perspective, there are a lot of options out there to set up your website and just go live within like, you know, 48 hours, you're live up and, up and running. Uh, but then the challenge lies in um, uh, you know, picking the right provider who's gonna give you that you know, creative designs, creative product catalog. And uh, also the site has to be state of the art and you know, optimized for the Google. A lot of sites still, we see you know, a lot of providers out there in the market right now, they still give you a cookie cutter design. And yeah. also they are like, I mean, Google is right now in the last two years there. I mean, if you're not loading fast enough, it's you know, even like it's one been. second, like half a second makes a huge difference. People are just going to walk away from you. So that's the first thing, like, you know, look at the options available out there and, you know, who can give you the entire solution for you, not only just host the site, but, you know, can you manage it easily? Can you uh, maintain it easily? Can you market it? Or is the provider going to do, help you in marketing it for you? So those are some of the, you know, uh, uh, the basic legwork that you need to do and go with the provider who will do that for you. And uh, the flower shop running is a, is a very labor intensive work. You know, a typical florist actually wakes up at six in the morning, opens the door, you know, process the flowers, design everything and all that. And you don't want to be, responsible for you know managing your website loading the products changing the pricing and you know uploading pictures and all of that is something you know uh, it's just you know they just don't have the uh, the bandwidth for that yeah so go with the provider who is going to be able to do that give you that comprehensive solution which will you know give you the whole thing end to end that's what hana does like we give you the business management software along with the website web technology e-commerce platform and with the digital marketing built in. And I think that's the key is like, you know, that's the hard part is like, who do you trust, right? But it, you guys have, I mean, you've been exactly. doing this for eight years, right? And you guys are in yes. the industry. This isn't software that you built out of the blue and said, hey, let's see if we're, you know, what industry this is gonna be best for. You guys have a florist shop and, and built this because you said, hey, listen, here goes the need and this is what we're looking for. So you actually were making it happen and understand. I think that's the biggest problem with, you know, most, you know, Florist or even anybody that I talk to when it talks about, you know, hey, who should I go with? They look at, you know, they just go, well, that looks, that site looks okay. I guess it should be fine. But there's so many other variables other than it just looking good with the user right. experience and with, you know, SEO. There's, that's a lot more important than what you think the website looks like. If you like websites from 10 years ago and you're like, well, it's a template, it's fine. Well, but maybe it's not fine, right? right? That's, that's the problem. But how do they know that? They're like, I'm like great that. at, right? Yeah. That's, florist or anybody in the world it's like you do, that's the biggest problem is like well i don't know what to go for i have no idea and i don't really want to know like i, I kind of need to know but right. i just want somebody to like take care of me right like i don't want that to not be a headache yeah. right I, you know that's that's what we're right. looking at i think you talked about that being that bandwidth 
Right. Yeah. And also a typical, you know, a sales call with us is not about selling our stuff. It's more about educating the, the florist about what they need, what, you know, what the other competitor can do, cannot do, and what you need to be happening. A, a lot of times we are like, we deal with questions like, uh, why should I need a website? You know, why should you do any marketing? I mean, they can find me, they will come and buy flowers from me. Why should I buy it? Or, you know, a little bit more savvy florist will ask us things like, they all look the same, you know, it's just pictures and, you know, click a button, order it in, you know, what's the difference, right? Uh, so we are actually, a lot of our uh, uh, consultation and sales calls are actually about educating them and giving them infographics and telling them, you know, this is the difference. It got to load faster and you know, this is where it is. And you, you got to be able to manage the content in there and talk about their, their service and their local uh, delivery area and all of that. So those are the ones which wins you the business. So. And also the you know the, the efficiency of uh, uh, completing an order is is most critical. Like our yeah. flower shop websites, uh, we have a typical conversion rate of uh, ten to fifteen percent. Yeah, it's mind-boggling for an e-commerce site to have that kind yeah. of uh, you know conversion rate. We do that because you know we know the ins and you know outs of it, and we know how to optimize it, and we know how to prevent people from leaving the cart and you know uh, in the middle and leaving your site. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's such a huge piece of it. And, and I, once again, and once again, I talk about florists or really anybody, most of the time people just put up a website to put up a website. I just I get a website up, I have to have a presence. They don't understand the, you know, it talks about the UI and UX, right? And the experience that people have and the conversion rate. Like last time I checked, 2% is bad and, and 15 is great. Like, I mean, right, if we just talk about numbers. So it's like, I, but I don't think people think that. I mean, most businesses don't. I know marketers that get it, that, but don't really get it, right? And you guys have really, really specialized yourself and said, listen, because obviously the difference between seven and eight and nine and 10 and 20% is there's a huge difference there, right? And that is, and you guys are able to, because you're in the business every day and been doing this for eight years. I think that's, that's awesome. Thanks listeners. Now you know what it takes to run, manage and grow a floral e-commerce business. On the next episode, we'll talk about making the most of whatever you've got. Snapbloom CEO Morali Nethai will join us again to share how he launched the marketplace during the pandemic. Don't forget to tune into the Marketing Growth Podcast.